Hello, and welcome to the From Montana to Portugal podcast. Today, I am so excited. I get to interview my friend, my new friend this year, who I just, we spend hours talking, and I'm not sure how the time flies by. But she told me the best stories recently about her trip. And since this podcast is all about well travel and being an expat I asked her to come on and share some stories about her trip to Australia in particular her trip first class to Australia so without further ado welcome to the podcast Brenda I am so happy you're here I can't wait for this conversation (laughs) oh I'm excited too thank you for inviting me on this is just that trip was definitely amazing and will be remembered for absolutely ever and I can't stop talking to people about it even when the people are walking away I'm still talking to their backs are you sure you don't want to hear a little more (laughs) (laughs) well I do want to hear more that's why I invited you on I mean I literally we talked about it for two hours yes we did and I still want to know more because it's so interesting so first of all let's tell people about the trip premise in general because I know that your husband had really wanted to go to Australia and tell tell us more about how you guys decided to go and yeah it was a why it was a promise um my husband Kevin has wanted to go to Australia for just for years absolutely obsessed um and I had promised him when he turned 50 I would take him so we knew we had to fly at least business class because it's like 17 hour flight or something just just nutty so it took a couple extra years we didn't get to go when he was 50 but um i had started using this vpn so when i was searching for plane tickets i pretended that i was in europe and got on the Emirates website and found that we could go first class starting in England for less than half price going business class from America. Shut the front door. I know. Unbelievable. Right? I did not know that. Yeah. We didn't. That's why, that's why we went. Otherwise it was like $30,000 a person to go first class. (laughs) Why don't you just buy a house? Exactly. (laughs) And yeah, or maybe a few cars, you know? Yeah. Craziness. So we hopped on it. Um, Now the the drag of it was we also had to get to London first. Um, But we used Delta Miles and all of that stuff. So it was so... I mean, I can't say that it would have been worth, you know, $30,000 because that's just not in my wheelhouse. But um, the the service, the, the unbelievable amount of service that they provide for these tickets was just, it, it, it's mind altering. Um, we left from Gatwick on our first flight to Dubai which was like seven hours. And for the very first leg, we were in business class and they had changed the aircraft on us. The 
the deal had been, my husband wanted to go on those A380s, which are those jumbo ones, right, with the four engines, and they look like they're never going to take off or stay up in the air. Um, but they changed the, the plane on us to a 777, which if anyone out there really cares about aircraft like my husband, you'll understand. It makes no never mind to me, I'm still in a steel tube at 35,000 feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Has no bearing. <laughs> so anyway, the point being, when we, when we got on, the people leading us, the guy leading us to our seats, noticed that we were not sitting together because they had changed the configuration. He was so upset by this that he stopped the boarding to figure out how to get us in seats next to each other. Now the whole time we're going, it's okay, it's okay, it doesn't matter because you see these people lining up <laughs> to get on the plane, shooting us the evil eye, like, who the hell are you guys? But he did, he stopped everything, he moved stuff around um, so, that we could, uh, so that we could sit together. And um, we thought, wow, this was, their business class, imagine what's going to happen when we get to, you know, our, our first class seats on the next flight. So even right from there was just, I've, I've never seen a level of hospitality like that. Certainly not on American, um, airline. So this is Emirates airline from at Gatwick. Right. So this is Emirates right. also. Yeah. Um, the whole it was just, and I mean, again, you're still in a metal tube, no, you know, <laughs> but um, it matters. It matters how comfortable the seats were. And, the, and those seats were great. I mean, from, yeah, you know, they were all lay flat and they brought you, you know, food and drinks and you could watch TV. And, but then you, we get to Dubai and I mean, come on. Their, their first class lounge is the entire floor of the airport. And they had showers and all these multiple places for all this different food, anything you could think of. And if they didn't have it, they were begging you, like test us, pick anything you want. We'll go find it in the airport. Absolutely anything you want. And we were there probably six or seven hours um, because our flight left to go to Sydney at two in the morning. So there was, there was a little spa there. You could get a free massage. Oh, nice. I mean, it was 10 minutes, but still. Still. Right? And just, I, I love pistachios and just, I mean, everything in, in the Middle East is pistachio. So I was in heaven. Oh, me too. I'm a huge pistachio. And pistachio ice cream is my favorite. Mine too. Ice cream. No yeah. way. Mine too. See, we are related. Totally. Totally. But yeah, it was, and so we, uh, we, we were in the lounge. They had uh, an Arsenal game playing, which my husband loves the, loves the Arsenal. Um, it's a soccer team in England. And uh, I, I just hung around and 
walked through all the duty-free stores and so we 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 take these little showers and they they call they announce our flight is about to board no wait 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 back up here you take showers are you taking showers like in this lounge in the lounge that's and i felt for first class right. and i felt so bad this little bathroom attendant i i think i mean there were there weren't many people in the lounge it was very late so there were probably maybe i don't know two dozen people in this and you know this is half of the one floor of an airport so this place is huge and i was the only woman that i could see so every time i went to the restroom two minutes later she followed me in and like had to clean up and redo the sink i was starting to feel really weird like i was a <laughs> sultan or a queen or something and she had to either that or you had a very contagious disease <laughs> that needed to be cleaned up after <laughs> well we, you know dirty americans that could totally have been yeah I mean, who knows who knows <laughs> we don't know when the last time she took a shower was we're not sure <laughs> and in these in these bathroom stalls they have these um it's uh well it's like a a spigot like a hose on it because they wash their feet all the time oh because of sandal wearing i know. have no idea okay <laughs> but of course i'm fascinated like turning it on turning it off like why would i what would this be doing and, you know it wasn't a bidet it was just this yeah and you're like it's not for my teeth yeah i'm not it's crazy. clearly i can't bend down and do it. No, that doesn't that doesn't work so of course, then she had to go and dry the floor because I'm an idiot and I'm playing with the floor. Right. <laughs> Just... <laughs> what is she thinking in her head as she's doing this? Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, if she was American, she'd be thinking, I don't get paid enough for this. And maybe she was thinking right. that in... Or maybe she's just like, this is... It's not as bad as that other American who was maybe. <laughs> or, or maybe she was happy she did not have to work in the economy part of the airport. And she got to work in True. first class. Right. Who knows? Know. Who knows? But then the showers are in another room. So you go and they have these fluffy towels and all of this like Bulgari shampoo and stuff like that, which... Sounds like it should be great, but it's actually crap shampoo. <laughs> oh, so this is where they save their money on the shampoo. Well, yeah, and they are, you know, it's the name. You're going, ooh, fancy, but it, it doesn't work very well. Yeah. So two seconds after that, the same woman walks in. And she's got to now clean the shower stall. I'm just going to sit quietly in a corner until I fly so that she doesn't have to follow me around. Okay, so let me get this straight. When you left Florida and you went to London, did you stay overnight there? We did um, because our flight okay. left. Our flight got in at Heathrow around 7 in the morning and it didn't. And it, our next flight left Gatwick at 9 in the morning, so we wouldn't have. Yes. And for listeners, 
if you have not done the Heathrow to Gatwick or Gatwick to Heathrow transfer, I don't recommend it. Brenda might, but my experience with that was heart pounding, very confusing, and how many roundabouts does this country need? Because there was so many. I mean, I felt like thousands of roundabouts between Gatwick and Heathrow. And we were on like a, a tight time crunch, like needed to land and then get to our next flight. <laughs> and literally our driver was sweating from the pressure. Oh he was like, it was, it was raining sweat. He was like, am I going to get them there in time? <laughs> he needed the shower at the Absolutely. airport. Yeah. So you had it. You you at least had the shower that next. We morning. had the we had the shower. Well, and we took the bus from from Heathrow to Gatwick. So on the first leg, we just got on their in country transit and sat on the bus for you know forty minutes or so, um, which was fine because we didn't have to get anywhere but a hotel room. Right. So that wasn't so bad, and we were tired, so we took naps and whatever. Um. And then Kevin's parents or his family lives near Gatwick. So we got to see them and that was nice. Um, you know. Can you hear the planes flying over when you visit your in-laws? Not as much as you can from my own house going into Orlando because we're right in the fly path here. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about this. Yeah. Because right? when I stayed near Gatwick, we woke up at like five in the morning and it was like, and I was waiting for the like in the movies oh you know and I was like oh my god is there going to be a bomb that goes off after that and no and then like five minutes later you know my god, that would be terrifying <laughs> it was totally terrifying it's like when you camp if you've ever camped near a rail railway um, and, no. and you're you're well, for us, we're in the tent and we're like near a river and there's a railway come and it literally sounds like the train is just going to come through the tent, you know, <laughs> and you wake up and your heart's pounding. You're like, oh, my God, did I actually did I accidentally camp on the railway? Like, what is happening? <laughs> Am I like in one of those cartoons? Am I on the railroad track? So but you must not even notice it if you live. No, right we don't. Here. We don't notice it. It's. It, it seems like everywhere we've lived actually has been in some sort of flight path of an airport. So it, okay. it's okay. okay. Now we're going to have to unpack that camping at a different time because just at another just time, fly. that was a honeymoon. That was a honeymoon experience, literally. Sure. So we'll, we'll have That's... to, yeah. So you're, you went business class so, on Emirates so we to Dubai. Right. And it was fantastic. The, yes. and the, the, People working on the flight never sat down. I never saw them sit down in seven hours. And what was then incredible, it was near the end of the flight, all of a sudden, probably a handful of people, six or seven got up and they, they all kind of stood in line at the bathrooms and came out. They all had uniforms on. They were transitioning. So they had been I don't know if they'd been asleep, but they'd been on the flight and then literally had to go right to work. And 
I, I was thinking I could never do that. You know, maybe they're used to it. Yeah. You know, maybe they're, you know, 30 years younger than I am also, you know, and they're, and that's okay. But I couldn't imagine. Yeah. I'm not a great flyer anyway and cannot do a lot once I land and get off a plane. Like, I, I need recovery time. Oh, completely. Total recovery yeah. time. And I, the reason, part of the reason why I had you on as well, just to tell listeners, is I went to Australia with Doug uh, in, my, in my 30s. Um, and after we arrived, I turned to him and I said, I really feel like I need to burn all of my clothing that I was wearing, you know. And, like, it just, I, I just never want to see it again because it's, it's, uh, the other thing that I tell people about flying to Australia, because I flew economy class, <laughs> is you need at least two weeks there to forget the flight yes. that you were just on. Because otherwise, you're not going home. You're going to be like, I don't care if you put me in Australian prison uh, for Im for breaking immigration laws. I'm just not doing that. I'm not getting back. I don't. It's just not even possible. Nope, exactly. And <laughs> Not happening. It's like some sort of purgatory <laughs> that you're in. I will live, you know, with the koalas. It's okay. Yeah. So that's part. I, I was so fascinated about your story because I have literally dreamed about, okay, if we're going to go back to Australia or New Zealand, how are we going to do business or first yeah. class? And what will that be like? And so business class was amazing. Class and was then amazing. you got your shower. Yeah. And then what happened when first with the first class experience. Well, so the, the nice lady who's following me around in the, in the restrooms lets me know it's time, you know, we can, it's time to board. So this flight. So your, your little attendant <laughs> who is watching your every move comes up to you and says, okay, ma'am, it's time. Ms. Maddox. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're ready. We're ready for you. They all they come and get you individually. Someone someone from the staff comes and taps everyone on the shoulder and said by name and says, "Okay, you know, you can start, you know, boarding your flight." Well, so so these these next planes were the A380s, so they're double deckers. Well, when you board in first class, <laughs> this is even ridiculous. You don't you don't even board on the same floor as economy. You like look over. Oh no, you, you don't want to even no. see those people. And the economy no. People are milling around, you know, they're in these great big lines and there's, there's 14 first class seats. And then, um, also, you know, whatever business class seats. So they board at the same time. You have your own gangway. Of course you do. Did you have a, a red carpet too? There was a red carpet near the, for like the last, <laughs> no the last 15 feet, <clears throat> people welcoming you. And of course I have to touch the airplane, right? That's like the ritual. Yes. You got to touch the, the airplane, nice airplane, safe airplane, you know, before you get on. And then they, they look at your thing and they're, oh, okay. Oh, you're in seat, you know, 2K, whatever. Here is your personal flight attendant, Matt. He's going to show you to your seat and explain how everything works and he'll take care of you. So they're escorting us individually to the seats. In the meantime, Kevin and I are cracking up because this is 
so new <laughs> and just so not how you normally travel not how you travel and it was you know we were excited you know excited about the trip excited about the plane and also feeling a little like someone is definitely going to kick us off someone is yeah definitely going to say nah oh god which this is funny so we were in gap right before we left gatwick and we were obviously we were in business class we were checking in and as always i said are there any upgrades like or thinking hey maybe they'll see that we're first class the rest of the way and just throw us in first class the woman gets on the phone and she's looking at us she looked at me and she looked at kevin and then she goes yes they're acceptable I couldn't believe it. And what? we cracked up and she looked incredibly embarrassed. Like she didn't realize she had said it that loud. Like the guy on the other end of the phone was going, well, there are a couple of seats, but do they look like, you know, they belong in first class. We did not take those seats because they wanted like $7,000 each. We're like, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. We're all, we're all good. So anyway, so we're, we're going to the, the first class part of from our Dubai to Australia, which is like 14 and a half hours. And we were totally feeling like they were absolutely going to take us off this plane. And we get to our seats and there's this basket of snacks there. And it's they're like in glass bottles, M&Ms and jelly beans. I'm going, what is it? Like, they must be for sale. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. back on Delta, you know. Yeah. You're like, where's my credit card, honey? Do I need to? Right. Do, do you want to swipe it while we're here at the seat? How much are these little jelly beans going to cost anyway? Right. Is it worth the eight fifty that this one ounce jar of jelly beans is going to cost? Because I'll totally pay it. Yeah. Nope. There were snacks for you at your seat. Just a little basket of snacks. And they, what did they, do you think they didn't have plastic wrappers because they were afraid of the sound? Like you might, you might rip open, you know, oh, a plastic wrapper and disturb somebody else's sleep. You or... know, that's a good thought. I just thought that they were being either super fancy and put it in glass jars or maybe the recycling, like it's easier to recycle a last jar oh, that's possible i mean they may wash oh. them out in the back what do i know and then <laughs> <laughs> screw the tops back on and call it a day <laughs> well okay so you got your so, snacks so there were snacks and there was they have a little mini bar there so you push it open and it has its own glass and it has some waters and some different soft drinks in it and then they're explaining this eight page menu, which is all dine on demand. So if you want beef sliders at three in the morning, that's fine. Or if you want like French toast, whenever you want, what, whatever you want, just let them know. And they have this, the, the chair, if you can picture, so, so if you picture say regular economy seat, right? Just your standard economy seat. It was probably three times that wide. It was wow. the biggest airline seat I've ever seen. Just absolutely ever. Could you cross your legs? Yeah. Like, 
Yes. I could like, tuck a leg up under me. Okay. Like yoga like, style. Yeah. Like you're doing yoga or you're stretching, you know, with. Exactly. Yeah. And the, the wow. room itself was so big. You, they had a little list of exercises to do in the middle of the flight. You could stand up in your own space and like march in place, do all these stretches, you know, wander around. Now, wait, is your own space, give me a visual picture here. Is that you and Kevin no, or do you have your own? Your, no, you have your, your own. you like, Kevin, you have your room. I have my room. Exactly. Now the first, you know, you go exercise and sweat it up over there. I'm gonna I'll do my calisthenics over here and have whatever jelly beans I want to have. And I do not have to share these jelly beans correct. with you. He had his own jelly beans. So on that first flight, we were in um, middle seats. So we were next to each other. So we could see each other or we could pull up the, the barrier between us. And then if you... You're in these cubes, so if you shut the doors, which go almost to the ceiling, you're you're in your own little. So you could change. Absolutely. You, you could you you could dance around. Yeah. Could you make phone calls? I suppose if you could have connected to the Wi-Fi, you could. Have. But I never could. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you text Kevin from one place to like, were you like, how are you liking your little cubicle? Yes, because they have a text function so that you can call another seat. Oh, that's hilarious. Dial in the seat. So whenever I thought. So you don't actually have to get up. Oh, no. Whenever I thought he might be going to sleep, I would call it. What are you doing now? Did they have an option for couples? Like if you really, really wanted to be together? No, I think that's that, that Singapore Airlines does. They have okay. one like couple suite on each flight. I think they they call it something, the penthouse or something. And it's So I'm trying to imagine this. You've got like you've got almost to the ceiling walls, you've got a big big chair, a big ass big chair. Ass chair. <laughs> and then you've got did you have a sleeping yeah. area? No, the, the seat be, became your bed and you had like okay. a mattress pad and a, a blanket and a pillow. And then they have 32 inch TVs. Okay. And it just, and plus an iPad that you can control the TV or the seat or watch two different things. And then for, for those people who are only comfortable multitasking. Yeah. Like my husband, who's got to watch 18 yeah. things yeah. at once. I'm going, do you actually know what's right. happening at anything you're watching? No. The answer is always no. Um, but the, um, these planes have cameras, um, on the tail, one underneath and one in the nose. So if you want to watch, say the pilot's point of view, Oh you my can. god. I would not. I, Did you? Nope. No. Nope. 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 Especially not taking off. No, no. I yeah. don't. Yeah. And they had one underneath, um, so you could watch as the world slipping away. Also, no. I turned all of that off. Yeah, you and I feel similarly about flying. Yeah. I need to know less information, not exactly. More. I just yeah. wanted you to tell yeah. me when I'm at the next gate. 
Although I do appreciate it when they say things like, the the turbulence will only last for the next five minutes or somebody's just been through this and we know what's going to happen it's kind of like when you're at the dentist and they they start telling you okay well here's what's going to happen next and you're like okay well i'm glad you didn't just poke a needle in my gum yes without telling me 100 percent. i know and yeah. the older the pilot looks the happier i am oh me too i'm like oh he must have been he's been through yeah, a lot they, they know what yeah. they're doing no no problem um this crew yeah. got on on the phone and said you know it's a very long flight so there are actually two crews and what? they like each introduced themselves like we're here the first seven hours of the trip and then we'll be resting and then you know this guy and this guy are are taking over well that's a relief that's what i thought you know why yeah you know, could I drive for 14 hours straight? Pro- no, probably not a good idea. No, I, I, I tried to, I did that in my 20s. Yeah. And, but now I can drive for about six hours now without it, it being terrible. Yeah. Eight hours is kind of torture, but doable. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, these yeah. guys were, you know, they had multiple crews and, the uh, the flight attendants kept coming by, you know, asking if we had any questions. Did we want um, a pre-departure drink? And then they asked, what is your favorite drink throughout the flight? Like, do you like water with ice in it, with ice and lemon? Do you like soft drinks? Sparkling. Do you, do you mostly want us to keep you trashed? You know, what is your, <laughs> what is your favorite drink? Did you already have a pre-recorded answer? I mean, did you think to yourself, they're probably going to ask me this, and I'm going to say a Shirley Temple. Oh, that would have been an awesome answer. Wouldn't it? That was my answer when I was like six or seven. Of Roy Rogers or a Shirley Temple. Those were my favorite drinks to order with my grandparents. Weren't they really the same drink? Pretty much. I yeah, I can't remember what the exact difference is between the two, but I do. St- I remember a maraschino of cherry was figured prominently. I, f- I feel like it was Coke with cherry juice in it, but something like that, which now they call cherry Coke, but um. not nearly as much fun. <laughs> I wish I had had that answer because I would have loved to test the flight yeah. I would like a Shirley Temple every hour for the flight. How about like a non-alcoholic margarita, you know? I mean, just to see what they would say. Oh, that would have been great. No, and I was starting to get embarrassed by all the questions they were asking me. So I said, oh, whatever you have. (laughs) And they were like. (laughs) Bring me one of everything. They were like, no, no. (laughs) What do you want? So I just get, I drink a ton of water. Um, I drink even more when I'm flying because it just, I. Well, you, you should. That's that's the right thing yeah. to do because you get dehydrated flying. And your and lips get all dry and it yeah. just. Yeah, I don't drink alcohol while flying because I'll get a headache because yeah. of being dehydrated. And I mean, also, I just I feel like with the paranoia that I have, like I want my wits about right. me if anything happens, me you know. I always feel like yeah. no one's going to save me, so I have to be able to save myself. Right, exactly. So I don't even take 
Benadryl or whatever it is that uh, I used to people do, say to take like to... Tylenol PM. Um, but then one time our flight was delayed like five hours, so I passed out in the airport, and then I was all weird on the flight. It just so I just stopped doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the embarrassment, the potential embarrassment yes. is just exactly just too much. So, what did you end up asking? Did you just ask for just water? water? I just <laughs> because you can get them to bring you anything all throughout the flight, right? Did you at least ask for Fiji water I, or well, you know that's, that's they had whatever. Evian anyway. They had okay, yeah. of course. So they had they had Evian yes. anyway. So yeah, and that was in your in your mini bar and and stuff like that, but. It was in an actual glass, I'm oh, assuming, yeah. not anything Real plastic. Glass. No plastic no. cups. No, oh, no, 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 no. No plastic cups, no. no. Real ice cubes, real lemon slices, you know. They finally started bringing me really big bottles, the ones that they take around to serve other people a little, because I kept asking for more water. So they were bringing me liter bottles, you know. I think they Here's your catheter. <laughs> I think they thought I was trying to practice being a camel or something. They're like, oh, speaking of which, where were the facilities located? Um, where was the bathroom? They were in the very front of the plane. Um, and they had showers in them also. So we got to take showers on the airplane. And it was, <laughs> they were, they were at the top of the stairs going down to economy. So when you were at the top of the stairs, there's only two, two bathrooms and they only first class can use them. Like first class could go back to business class and use their bathrooms, but they couldn't come up front. So here you are at the top of these steps, looking down at all these people from economy, like standing in line for these bathrooms. And I'm going, my bathroom has snacks outside and a shower. And there's these velvet rope right so that they can tell me you wore a robe a white robe down the stairs <laughs> with slippers please i did wear slippers and the pajamas they gave me oh awesome awesome <laughs> pajamas. so i did were they silk no they were some sort of cotton blend but they're really soft uh -huh. and fabulous mm -hmm. and um i i did walk down the steps a, a couple of times and you know talked to the people did you pretend you were a yeah, celebrity like <laughs> you can feel the questioning as well as the hatred while you're walking back up totally <laughs> yeah yeah the envy slash right. who does she think she is right getting a shower that was my experience when i was in economy flying to australia i was just like can i get up so i don't get a blood clot because i really <laughs> my my ankles were swelling i was very i was just doing laps around economy Absolutely. and and the flight attendants at one point i tried to lay down and put my feet up next to the up in the air so that i would get some blood circulation back <laughs> and um yeah, and they told me, ma'am, you know, you can't be, you can't be lying down back here. And I'm like, I know, I know. But what if I have a blood clot? <laughs> it took me three whole days to get my ankles 
to the right size again I, I totally after that it. flight. Absolutely. Every time I fly, especially yeah. internationally, that's how it is. They just... Yeah. But was it that way in first class it, or did you have normal size? Um, okay. And I think it was just, you know, you're dehydrated and um, I was walking laps and doing the stand up, sit down, you know, exercising my legs as much as I could, but just the, the flight. And I mean, it's still 14 hours. There's only so much. Did you sleep? So how long did you sleep? Not a lot. You did sleep. Um, we ate. Um, Kevin tried caviar for the first time because it was available. He's like, I, of you course, know, I've got to try you? It, right? And yeah. God bless him. He actually ate all of it. Um, he was not a huge fan, but he ate it. So we did. I laid down to sleep, but it was really hot. And then um, we started hitting turbulence. So oh. I immediately woke up and was freaked out because everything you hear about these giant airplanes is you barely feel anything. So I thought, oh crap, if I can feel it, it must be bad. Yeah, yeah. Immediately pull up the map, see that we're over the Indian Ocean. Right. <laughs> this is not advised. Listeners, do not do this at exactly. all. Exactly. Never look at not the map. Not advised. Do not. Yeah. Never look at the map. Do not do what I do by looking for where the personal flotation device is under the seat that they promised, you know, making sure I Did you find I did. it? I, I okay, absolutely good. did. Um, and made sure that in the pockets of my pajamas, I had my passport and a credit card in, in case, you know. In case you fell into the Indian Ocean and you needed your credit you card. Know. Maybe there's a fishing vessel, know. and they're like, we'll pick it up. It's first class, after all. They could have been following the airplane in boats underneath you, just in case. If they were smart, they would have. They just tell you that. Don't worry. If you fall into the Indian Ocean, we got you It's covered. fine. We have, we have people trained for exactly. this. Exactly. You're in first class. Navy SEALs, or the equivalent, <laughs> have trained... For this particular mission. But you will need a credit card and a valid passport. <laughs> yeah. But because you're first class, you will definitely survive. You know? Everyone right. else is a crapshoot, but... Yeah, your money's good in the Indian Ocean. Exactly. Um... So we hit this turbulence, so of course I'm up, and I'm looking at the map, and then I look, and I realize there's still nine hours left in this flight. Oh, God. No. And I thought, yep, all done with sleep. Wonder what I'm going to do now. So there was lots of Big Bang Theory I watched and Friends episodes and just familiar stuff that would kind of make me laugh. And then it ended yeah. and it was, you know, it was, it was fine. It was what it was. You know, it lasted for an hour or so. What did you order to eat? Oh, the first flight I had this, um, this, it was called a mezzi, which is essentially all these different kinds of hummus. And, um, it had grape leaves, stuffed grape leaves, which I was not a fan of. Um, and these like little fried samosa things and, um, nuts and olives, which also I'm against olives, but, um, 
and champagne and then and it was so much food but i had already ordered like braised short ribs which <laughs> were ridiculously phenomenal i mean so but i could eat like half a bite you know i was so full um so the i kept apologizing like oh my god i'm such a waste i should not have or you know ordered a dinner and an appetizer i'm never gonna eat it they were like please this is you know this is first class you don't have to apologize for for this we get it it's okay you're you didn't ask for a doggy bag. You weren't like, hey, could you package this up into a little container for me, a little styrofoam container so I could take it through customs when we get there? Because I want... I d- <laughs> could you give this to some nice person in economy? <laughs> Maybe they don't. You should have. You should You should have walked down the stairs <laughs> in your pajamas and said, who wants some braised short ribs? Who's here? Who's up for some braised short ribs? I bet there would have been... A lot of people, a lot of takers. I would have been like, let them eat cake. Anyone, anyone want yeah. my leftover dinner? Any, anyone? <laughs> <laughs> did you have cake? Did you have dessert? I did. A little while later, there was a chocolate tort. So, of course, I had to have a chocolate tort. Yes. And then there was also um, a, a white, like a white chocolate, like a, a biscuity thing. So... Ah. I also ordered that and set that aside so that I could eat that later. Did they have you fill out allergy preferences yes. or anything like that before? Yeah, they they did. did. So they knew all of yeah, that. They absolutely yes. did. Okay. Um, and you Good. could put any information you wanted on there, what you liked, what you didn't like. And they took Like, I hate onions. Yes. You know, don't you dare offer me a pickle. Right. And yeah. they took absolute, mm-hmm. absolute note of that. And they keep it on your profile if you sign up for points so mm. i had told them when i got that first round that i did not like olives all of the subsequent flights didn't even offer me olives they weren't on any plate that usually comes at the beginning of the flight they didn't offer me any Brilliant. it was i'm telling you the the level of of service and detail and you know obviously you know you pay for the privilege right Um, of course yeah yeah i mean it's just like you pay for the privilege of being treated like cattle in economy sure you know like oh just get in there hope you can fit in somewhere in there shut up and sit down not move let's for 20 hours and let's just Mm go but they they came around a little while later after kind of after people had started eating and asked if anyone wanted showers and when when you would want to take it okay so you kind of had to reserve that right because they have to i mean they're all in the same well who wants to bump into somebody going to the showers anyway and then be like will you wait while i go in or you know are you feeling right it's weird yeah yeah so you reserve a time and you get 30 minutes in the bathroom and you get five minutes of water. Oh, so they have all of these things stocked. I mean, they have razors and hair dryers and body wash and scrubs and what, you know, toothpick brushes and anything you can think of. And they explain to you, you know, okay, so you get 
five minutes of water. So what we suggest is turning the water on and off. You know, you can get a surprisingly good shower with five minutes of water as long as you remember to turn it off. We should all do this at home, but... Well, it would be... It, they had, like, a hot water tank. You know, at my house, you have to turn yeah. it all the way to cold first, and then you have to wait for it to get hot again. It'd be yeah. one thing if you could turn it on and off. But I used not even three minutes worth of water, and it felt great. We did it about two hours before we landed. I had brought a change of clothes with me. But I totally feel your pain. Anytime at the end of a long flight, hell, seven hours, I feel like I want to burn the clothes. Yeah. You could have walked down to Economy and said, I got two more minutes of water here. <laughs> Who, Which one of you is feeling particularly dirty? And a dessert. Because like. you, could, you could really get some good armpit scrubbing in two <laughs> minutes. You know, maybe a face and Definitely. possibly a shampoo and condition. Maybe. Right. If you're really, yeah. if you're really good. <laughs> yeah. Let no long hairs, just the short hair yes. people can come. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it was, yeah, it, it felt amazing. Um, and luckily, since I couldn't really sleep, we, we landed around 1030 at night. So, you know, when we got to the hotel. Oh, so you were ready bed. for sleep. Yeah, we could just go to bed. Now, tell people about the whole thing with customs, because you had a special experience with customs coming into Australia, too, because of first Yeah, they, um, they just let you go in. They're like, oh, you're, for, go ahead, you know. We don't need to search you're, you, you're, you're look okay. for apples they, or they ask you other like, dangerous goods. Yeah, they, they ask you perfunctory questions, you know, do you have any livestock? No, I brought my goat with right. me. It's my emotional, <laughs> emotional, my emotional support goat. But he's a pygmy, so he fits in my bag. It's fine. <laughs> no, they they have a whole special line for first class, and the the customs guys look at you and sort of roll their eyes. But you yeah. know they. they they look and see where you're from but it's less than two seconds and it's they don't ask you ma'am you look like a recent millionaire a uh, uh, lottery winner um <laughs> <laughs> were you living in a trailer in georgia before this and somehow <laughs> got lucky enough to win the big time <laughs> We hope you spend most of your millions in Australia. <laughs> That's right. Welcome in. It was more like, did you steal someone's identity to get out of this way? You do not look like the kind of person who would normally. Yeah. Remember the days when there were there when there were paper tickets and you were worried about losing them? Oh yeah. You know, like I remember almost hyperventilating, thinking, oh, my God, I think I left my paper ticket in the bathroom. Right. <gasps> and then you're screwed. You've yeah. got to go all the way back to check in and they've got to print another one out. No way. Yeah. That's, it, it, um... was, it, it was incredible, get, you know, getting through 
through customs. That one in Dubai, you have to go through customs again. So you land, you go through customs and security, even though you're continuing on. Um, so, okay, explain, like, you land, and then is there a hallway? Like, is there, is it a, is it a gangway just like normal where you, you, you go down the stairs and you walk off? And then you have two different lines to go into or something? Is that how that works? Um, And it's a giant, um, yeah, it's like this giant gymnasium, you know, and they just have hundreds of, of lines to go through. And it's odd, so they check your luggage again, even though we were staying in the airport. Yeah. Um, they were not as concerned about us as when we, you know, went back through. But um, yeah, and then, you know, we, we were leaving Sydney and, and one of the things that Emirates provides is car service within 70 miles. So they picked us up, drove us to our hotel and it was just, Included and then every subsequent flight, even when we finally landed back in Gatwick and had to go to Heathrow, they drove us. So, so that was a nice, you know, from Gatwick to Heathrow that's, transport. That's a very nice perk. <laughs> was it a limo? It was, it was, was a it Mercedes, like SUV. a Mercedes. Oh, only a I Mercedes. Mean, yeah, I mean, you know, it was just. A yeah. grocery hauler for the for the most part. What do you think the difference between how you would have felt the next morning if you'd have flown economy versus how you felt uh, like when you woke up after having the first class experience? It was how different do you think your body would have felt? I don't I don't know that I would have survived economy. I, I mean, I don't. <laughs> You're like. Get me. I'm over the Indian Ocean. Can I just get yeah, out? Right I'm all now? done now. Yeah. It's been six or seven <laughs> hours. I, I'm ready to land. Let's just call it. We're, we're going to call it. There's yeah. got to be an island right. or like a whale around here. Right. I, I got to get out. But it probably would have taken me two or three days to recover, at least as usual. Yeah. And right. I mean, I'm, I'm sure part of it was, you know, we landed late. You got to the hotel at midnight. You know, we had showered two, three yeah. hours before, so we didn't feel disgusting. Go right to bed. And, you know, six, seven hours later, we were up and ready. And, you know, part of what might have been we were so excited to be in Australia, like finally here. Yeah. Um, but even on the way back, when we landed back in London, you you know, we felt really good, like, okay, the, the, you know, this was okay. And yes, you're still in a plane, but my God, the right. greatness right. of the seat and the attention. Yeah, it, yeah. it makes a, a whole huge difference. Some things are just worth it. They are just really, truly worth it. Yeah. Um, I think the first time I had a, I took a, a car from the airport that wasn't an uber you know that was like a a chauffeur type of experience i'm like this is worth it i don't want to have i just 
first of all, don't want to have a conversation with the person, and there was no conversation. No. <laughs> like, we've talked about that before. Yeah. No conversations with massage therapists. No. Don't. No. Don't. Yeah. No. I don't. You're already. Horrible. I will pay more for that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm naked here, and I really, please, let's not have this conversation yeah, this right now. getting weird. I don't. Yeah. Just treat me like a piece of meat. Right. I'm good being tenderized. That's fine. It's, yeah. it's okay. <laughs> a simple is the pressure okay? We'll did you, speaking of which, you said something about massages earlier, but did, did you have that option in first class to get a massage while you were on the flight? No. no? Oh, that would have been awesome. Oh. In the lounge at Dubai, they had. Yeah, yeah. okay. We should offer that little tip to Emirates. We should say, you know, really, more people would do this if you offered a spa experience. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being on one of those tables and hitting an air pocket? (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. I just fly up and expose myself. Oh my God. The oil goes all over. Oh my gosh. Well, Brenda, you have, um, you have lifted up the (laughs) veil of how the other half lives. Um, for the, for those of you who travel like me, which has mostly been budget (laughs) travel. Now we know, we know what we're missing. And, and Brenda actually told me before we got on this call before we started the podcast recording that she was writing an ode to Emirates. Absolutely. They're the greatest. <laughs> Love them. Do it in haiku form and we'll, haiku. we'll read it. <laughs> I'm doing it. Oh, oh, Emirates, how the I love. Um. <laughs> you are in the sky. How do you come back from that and feel like I, you know, can live a normal life i mean it's it's not good it's just it, no no wonder so many wealthy people are so afraid of losing their wealth if you have if you have you know servants basically you're back yeah. all the time you definitely get used to someone taking care of it and when you know we we had a like an 18 hour layover in dubai on the way home a uh, hotel room was included and they Fabulous. picked us up, drove us there. All the meals were included the entire time we were at this fantastic, like Marriott resort. And then they picked us up the next morning. It, and we didn't have to even reserve anything. It was already done. Wow. So. Um, could you pick your movies in advance or did you just, you just, did you get the same movies as yeah, everybody else? I mean, in- they have a really good entertainment so there were probably you yeah. know six or seven hundred movies um well for for listeners do not do what i did on the flight back from australia which is i watched a movie called marley and me oh, where no. <laughs> the dog dies at the end sorry to ruin it for anyone but i cried like a crazy person I mean, 
there were buckets of tears coming out of my eyes. And the person, like, Doug was on one side of me, and then there was a stranger on the other side. And the stranger on the other side is just like, should I call a psychiatrist? Is there a doctor on the plane? Does she need a sedative? Um, I'm, we're running out of Kleenexes here. She's so, at least going to need another bottle um, of water. She, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even drinking, but oh, I was just God. so sad. By I want to cry now movie. just remembering that movie. I can't yeah. Like, <laughs> no. On a plane. no. <laughs> Why do they offer that movie on a plane? I know they should. Nothing super emotional should no. be on a plane. Just, just no. You know? No. And no movies with planes and accidents on while you're like it should not be meta that way you should not be no. watching something oh, and you know? there's a show on something that i've never watched bumblebees butterflies yeah big flowers i i don't know but it, I, it's like teenage girls that were in a plane crash and survived i guess a little like mean girls meets lost or something and uh-huh. that was on the plane and it actually had a disclaimer do not watch this if you know plane crashes or accidents upset bother you. you how how about just not offering that that's movie what I'm thinking at all you know or or very sad dog <laughs> sigh at the end Marley and me jeez oh <laughs> worst choice ever I think we've given people some really good, um, really good travel tips. But there's there any other tip that you would like to offer people who may be considering this type of adventure? I, and you know, this is going to sound weird. I have no affiliation, but if you have a VPN, or if you don't, sign up for one and change your country. And what that does okay. is it changes your IP address. Because what happens with airlines, and this apparently is all of them, they, after you search more than twice for the same flight, like, you know, I'm going to Orlando to Vegas, and you search two or three times, they know, and they do not put the best prices on there, because they already know you want to go. So if you can change your IP address, the prices change. And if you're flying internationally, try and do it from another country, which is what we did and how we got just a huge, ridiculous deal. Okay, that was worth, if you've listened to this entire thing, which I might be, your your mental health might be suspect if you. (laughs) But if you fast forwarded through. This was worth it. That one tip alone was worth it because apparently my just using an incognito window is definitely not good enough they still know me yes yeah all right well brenda stay on because i want to talk to you a little bit more but for all of you who are listening thank you so much you can find me at janelleholden.substack.com and uh, I'll put some show notes in there for some other things that Brenda's recommended. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for everyone. <laughs>